0: Let's introduce to the
1: stage, Stewie Ville. All right, here we are. Awesome. Welcome, everybody. This is cool that we've come out together. We're here, we're supporting Latinos Out Loud, man. It's dope. Uh, Glad that y'all came out. I'll do some time, we'll have some fun, and then we'll get uh, the show started. How does that sound? Yeah, I love it. Energy already, man. We're here, man. We're trying to drunk at 3DM. It's kind of strange, but we're rocking with it, man. Obviously, if you did it already, I'm Latino. I come from a large Latin American family. That's why I I, I have that national trauma. the Latinos Out podcast.
0: First time we're doing Latinos Out Loud live here at the Triad Theater. Yeah. Okay. And it's a Sunday, the Day of the Lord, right? Because I like to think that the Lord also listens to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Motivational ones, Latinos Out Loud. Even the Lord likes to laugh, everybody. Even the Lord likes to laugh. There was some church stuff going on here before us today, so I feel like the Spirit is in me. So. You know, I may have to do some stuff with my feet and you know get on and up here and preach. Guys, thank you so much for coming out on a Sunday, everybody who's here. Oh my god, it feels good. Stewie, usually we're like at home, you know, the home studio, the judio. And I'm like kinda tired doing the podcast doing the podcast at the Julio. Um I didn't say Julio, even though I am Julia, it's like my home studio. Um, I like to combine words, so do Dominicans. Yo, shout out, it's Dominican Independence Weekend. Hello! doing. I like to stand up for emphasis, okay? So fucks with me. Um, You guys listening to this podcast at home or in your cars or pushing your vacuum cleaners or pushing your Dodge Neons, whatever you're pushing, no judgment. um, I like to stand up. It's emphasis. It's fun. Try it. Get some blood circulating. Yo, so it's Dominican Independence Weekend, and you can see we've got a lot of props on stage, right? I mean, shout out to the prop department. Um... (laughs) Uh, this is something actually sweet. This is from DR. This is the tambora. You guys know ting Right, and that's a tambora. And this is a. Say it loud, say it proud.
1: Uyda! Uyda! Yes,
0: yes. How do you guys feel? You feeling good? Yeah. Sunday. Energy. (laughs) Uh, uh, Energy. Okay, so we are going to start. We've got some bochiche bites. We have some gossip to talk about, Stewie, because, you know, shit is always going down. So for the first time in the 23-year-long history of the Latin Grammys, it is going to be hosted outside of the United States. Guess where? Take two guesses, or three, or ten.
1: Colombia or Mexico?
0: (laughs) Wait, you said two at once. Slow down, yo. I no. got one buzzer. Okay, come on, <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> one more guess or six.
1: Or somebody raising their hand.
0: Speak. Very good. I know the voice. King Tewetas podcast in the building. King Tewetas podcast. Yes. So the Grammys is going to Spain, and the move to Spain is fairly unexpected, Stewie, considering how many of the show's nominees come from the Americas. You know what I'm saying? Are we gonna see Bad Bunny in Spain? Oh, he's gonna kill it out there. Yeah, yeah. He better get sponsored by some kind of pharmaceutical company for herpes or something. You
2: better get that. Uh, he's me.
0: kissing way too many people. So I'm concerned. Dirty jerseys in the building, yo. The easy guys are just out on the coming to New York. Excuse me. What are you guys doing? We should be going to IKEA in Elizabeth. Okay. You're worth it.
1: You're worth it. <laughs>
0: Oh, thank you, Jason. Please put your hands together for Lorena George. Really?
1: Lorena! Where you at,
0: mija? Dónde está, mija? Ven para acá, mija. Pero aquí está tu asiento. I'm also the stage hand. I'll give you a hand. You want to get on my back? Get up here, girl. Oh my God. Last time I seen you was in the backseat of a car. Don't think anything. Don't think anything. Don't think anything. PG, PG. Literally, I was in the backseat of her car. She was driving us. Don't think anything, come on. And she was in the driver's seat. These people are ridiculous. Or am I, I'm just,
2: I'm the one doing it, okay. You
0: are so busy. Excuse me, can I go on record saying that you're the first Afro-Latina superhero on Disney? Is that correct? Can we can we put that in stone? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! Yes. Should we repeat that? Because that that's
1: repeat like it. We need more energy. More deserve more.
0: It's almost unfathomable, but I want to talk about how that came to be and tell us about the show.
3: So uh, the name is Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion. I like to always translate it, show my Latinidad, and it's, uh, it's like ultravioleta y escorpión negro. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, oh, and it's been actually launched um, worldwide. So it's in Spain, which that was knowledge to me that we're going to Spain ah. as far as the Grammys. Yes, so and so is your soul. So <laughs> is it though. So, as well as all over, Japan, Greece, Italy, Latin America. So, thankfully, Disney Plus launched it all around. Um, You can catch it in the Disney Channel as well. I play Catalina, Cascada. Catalina is my actual secret identity. Cascada is my superhero name. And I phase. That is my my power of being able to go through walls and going through people and... That,
0: that is so Latina, first of all, because, like, that's like our moms, right? you like, doing that stuff. Like, Yo, how the fuck you got here? You came through the wall with the chancla? I don't understand that. <laughs> Basically, so yes.
2: That's
0: very... So, okay, how... So, what, that's magical. That's, like, extraterrestrial. That's, like, what's, a supernatural, supernova, super something. It
3: definitely was, because I had a lot of green screen work and a lot of stuff
2: work. Tell us about
0: that? That's interesting to me. Is it interesting to you guys, like, the green yeah. screen thing? the balls and stuff yeah. <laughs> did you have the balls
3: I didn't have the balls oh. I didn't have the balls I mean you basically. got the balls I, I mean, didn't you have, the have the balls the, to the get up there and do it because there oh. was a couple of stuff that I was like am I really gonna do that mm, I don't no. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And they're like, no, we can't have you do it because you must, might break something and we need you for the rest of the months to shoot.
0: We know how you Latinos do, okay? You break stuff and you don't buy, so please. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: But we <laughs> true, true, true. But we definitely had a lot of fun. Um, I was filming in New Orleans for four months, um, so that was really exciting. The, I want to hype a little bit about the fact of getting this role definitely kind of re like encourage you to see yourself outside of yourself you know what I mean because sometimes I feel like funny enough we were still in the pandemic when I got the audition wow and I did the chemistry read and the producer session everything via zoom so that was a whole other new different kind of ball game to 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 play in um but ultimately it was one of those things when I was reading this the actual role I was like a superhero but I'm like tiny. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking personality, but I'm like, compact, I'm derby. Can, can we be superheroes? And I was like, yeah, but you know what? Know. You can not be a superhero. What are you talking about? You do a lot of stuff that makes superpowers. So I think taking myself outside of what we See ourselves or our limitations based on what society kind of boxes in is very important, and I was happy that I kind of took that aside and was like, no, you're gonna give your badass audition and you're gonna be this superhero girl, and you're gonna prove yourself as well as to the world that you can definitely be a superhero, especially representing Latinx out there that
2: Ooh, look like. Woo! Yeah, <laughs>
3: I'm not
0: going to lie. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. How did we get here? I don't know. All right. Look, Um, you're also killing it in the theater space, mamita. Let's talk about that. you doing screen. You're doing stage. And we're going to talk about your food in a second. Because that's like, I'm mad excited. I hope you want some samples or shit.
2: But yo. I didn't. I
3: should have, though. <laughs> I wish I had my brother, who's the chef of my restaurant, in my pocket. Be like, dog. Now shut Everybody's the world. Oh, habits.
0: it's a family affair. So after party at the restaurant, hold
3: your horses. We'll talk True about that. We can second. do it. You know, it's a Sunday. It's busy, but we can get busier. Yes. <laughs>
0: Amazing, right? Yes. Okay, so theater. Talk to us about, okay, and also remember, this is for the podcast. And what I'd like to tell our guests, Stewie, you still with me? Yeah, Are you okay? I'm okay? By the way, Stu texted me yesterday. He's like, yeah, thanks for making me get up at 1230 on a Sunday. I was just like,
3: <laughs> no jesus for you huh
0: no church you're so young and cute i can't to be young right i'm like right okay so remember that on this podcast i always like to tell guests that you're also talking to the future lorena's out there they are a listening you know and they need a guidance you know what i'm saying they need the guidance how are you maneuvering these spaces afro latina killing it in theater stage screen Restaurant. Let's talk about theater for a moment. A space that's not dominated by Afro-Latinas right now. You know what I'm saying? How do you maneuver? What's some advice that you have for all the Lorenitas missing out there future Oh, you
3: brought me back. That's how they called me. They still call me Lorenita. They still call me Raquelita, too. I'm like, yo, it's okay. I like it, though. It makes me feel If I flip my black hair over the gray. I'm like, I'm still Raquelita, look. There's gray
0: gray gray gray
3: gray with a 15-year-old with grays. Grays don't mean nothing. That's your skin. Beige don't age, baby. Okay, this is my mechon. I'm
0: very proud of my Dominican (laughs) mechon, okay? So tell us about maneuvering the space as I maneuver my hair to where it was
3: I think it's one one of the most important things is to train to definitely I think the fact that we don't get the opportunities that we should um, it's it's unfortunate but at the same time there's new waves that are happening in our demographic in the industry right now so it's very important for us to be able to back it up. Be able to have the training to even start in the smallest capacity, whether it's a student film, whether it's a small theater play. I think the fact that you know, us coming up, we didn't have all the things that are available now, all the different platforms, all the different um, phones that can do magnificent work. So, I think not to limit yourself and be able to create your own content is super important as well as. Train in whatever is available to you because I know resources are scarce, especially in our demographic and our community. But I think there's nothing more than experience. So that's one of the things that I looked up to you guys, being out here and doing all your sketch comedy work that you did. Like, There's nothing like that, to be able to create your own community and create your own support system. So to the the Loreritas out there, I would say to definitely train, to look across at who's in the trenches with you, to create work and create your own content is very important. I started to do that. That's kind of how... I ended up going into theater, going into um, the Thalia Theater and the Spanish Repertory Theater are theaters that are very strong in New York City and that definitely tells our stories, tells a Latino stories and they need people that look like us to tell these stories. To kind of start there is a really good forefront and then to kind of keep it keep it going. Just stay busy. Stay productive. That's one of those things that I can say. I've always stood busy and I've always stayed productive. Yeah,
0: you one of them like clone girls because I see her in New York and then the next week I'm like, wait, you're in LA and then you're back in Queens and I don't know how many of you there exists. But uh, that's amazing that there's more than one of you. I'm not yeah. sure which one is here, but, you know, she's hot. She's I don't fine. know which don't one know. is here either. It's all good. Okay, uh, we got to talk about the restaurant, okay? We got to talk about the restaurant because I just love... First of all, this is a Latina on a mission, right? You guys have seen that already. Um, but she's doing her thing and then something on the side. You know, and one of the passion points that I spoke about before, food. Food brings us together. So talk to me about how you and your brother got together to bring food to our community here in Queens.
3: So I've always looked at restaurants as one of my, like you said, it's 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 love. Food is love. How you express within our community, and I always had the idea of like, oh, when I make it, I'm gonna have my own restaurant, and it's gonna be called something. I don't know what, but it's <laughs> gonna be called something good. And um, I had said, you know, let me kind of go into. I went to production, I started producing, I started directing, I started assistant directing. So kind of managing different people, different personalities. My brother went and moved out to LA with me for a year and I always love to cook. That was also my expression of love with family. No one has come to my apartment in LA and not has tasted my food. I could say that. Ooh, love that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna make you some Dinos and food man. Correct. Correcto. that's not the on death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> when I
1: would invite, when I would invite my friends, they would always mention that, yeah, like my mother's always like cooking, and stuff. Yeah, it's almost it's, like they were held hostage because like they can't leave without you. <laughs> if you don't eat, it's like you're dipping them. Yeah, <laughs> so you eat, like like food's not good. <laughs> yes,
0: gotta eat. That still holds true, yo. So is that what you do in a restaurant? Like you drag people by the
3: ear into the door? And no. So funny enough, um, it just came as an opportunity. My family always knew that I wanted to own a restaurant in the near future. My brother brother through me found his love for the culinary arts so he started going and training and became a chef and so it's so funny how it all comes together how the world kind of unfolds for you which you're meant to do i wholeheartedly believe that um and my father just called me and was like hey so there's this restaurant three doors down from your mom's boutique my mom has boutique, Morena's boutique. shout right. out shout
0: out to the entrepreneurial family that is you know. the george's <laughs> Everything wow. I wear is yes. from my
3: mama, so I gotta represent.
0: That's what's up, girl. She literally got it from her mama. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank
3: you, Javen. Thank, thank you. you. So Thanks basically, um, it's three doors down. The restaurant is called Mama Catalina, which funny enough, I did not realize that when my father called me and was like, hey, so they're selling this restaurant. I think it's destiny for you to invest in it and your brother, you know, as a chef. And I was like, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I live in L.A. and it's in New York. I'm going to, to do this. And I was like, you've been doing it all. So screw it. Just one more thing on the plate to eat. It's okay. Frequent flyer Miles. Girl, you got this. That's it. And I can eat for free. Because, you know, that's also the benefit of owning <laughs> okay. a restaurant. Although the gym got to call me because, I'm, you know, the pounds are coming in also with all that food.
0: Balance. Just balance. Just balance. So tell everybody where the restaurant is. Where is the after party to this Latinos <laughs> Out Loud live podcast today?
3: So it is called Mama Catalina. Um hence destiny, because my character on ultraviolet was called Catalina, is called wow. Catalina. So that's where God is like giving me a sign, and I didn't see it until someone pointed it out. And but I will be changing it to Morena's Kitchen. So it's gonna be called Morena's Ki- Kitchen, just as a tribute to my mother, because I always love to embrace and celebrate all the shades that Dominicans come in, especially La Morenas, La Morenas of the world. Um, and it's in 111th and Roosevelt in Corona, New York so that's after party y'all you know, we got beer and wine 111th, and oxtail and all kinds of good chivo, pollo guisado, gallina guisado mofongo, bistec currently know, all that jazz, all Brofering. that good
2: stuff
0: <laughs> it sounds amazing, congratulations please thank put you. your hands together one more time for Lorena yeah, 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 yeah. thank you Okay, stay. stay here. The party's is continuing. Okay, there's a piñata at the end. So look, uh, coming to the stage, this is a really special performance, guys. I'm going to read her bio, and then we're going to exit the stage so she could do her thing. Um, Yeni Love is coming out here. Yenny was born in the Dominican Republic. Ooh, ooh.
3: Okay, hold on. Ooh. We got Dominicans in the house.
0: Right. She was born in the Dominican Republic where she began her love for writing and entertainment. She's been featured in American and international television. She's showcased her strength in features and short films. And also she's known here in New York City as a dope-ass spoken word poet. Yeah. So please, put your hands together for Yeni Love! Woo!
2: I was walking down the street the other day, and there was a bunch of guys in the corner, okay? And they started whistling at me. And they started saying, Mira, mami, ven acá, papa, papa, de Andre, so tight, too, yo tan bonito. They're kind of sparkly today, too. You yeah. And you know, I have this thing with tights. I love wearing tights. I don't know why. It's just easy. You just put them on, you take them on, and you go. Anyways, he just kept, you know, hitting on me and hitting on me and hitting on me and whistling, you know, especialmente los dominicanos, You que los dominicanos tienen ese como una cosa por dentro que que ellos te quieren como devorar. I'm sorry. You guys, anybody here speak Spanish? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I approach him, and I'm like, you know, I wear tights. I like wearing my tights. I... Wear tights, but my mind is strong and my words are powerful. I wear tights, but there's more to me than just tits and ass. There's more to me than just tits and ass. There's more to me than just tits and ass. I am a woman, and with that, I'm letting you know that you will beat me no more, whether it's emotionally. Physically, mentally, I get disgusted when you touch my body, raping me of my strength, raping me of my beauty, raping me of my desire to give life. You have given me amnesia and I've forgotten who I am, but I... I am a woman, the life giver, the protector. I am Mother Nature's manifestation. I'm your connection to a higher vibration. And when you and I are having relations, you surrender to the sensations because you die and you live again. Uh. You die and you live again. (laughs) So now I am convinced that this is a brainwashed type of love, that I'm addicted to your poison because all of the times that you died in me, I brought you back to life. Mm. I gave you that existence. I allowed you to turn my dreams into nightmares and now I'm running blindly through your labyrinths of lies, of deception, of abuse. You promised everything and gave me nothing but fool's gold Nuggets. So now, I just need a piece of paper to tell you how I feel, and to give you the description of how an acid you must feel. You're like the Siberian traps, Belgian poisonous gas that makes the oceans pink. In your mouth live purple cyanobacteria, so yes, sir, you are a global phenomenon. You're like the hot melting gas deep within the earth that seeps between the cracks of the ocean seabed. So, yeah, I wear tights. But there's more to me than just tits and ass. There's more to me than just tits and ass. There's more to me than just tits and ass. I am a woman. I am a warrior. I am a woman. The one that gives you love when you're fragile. I am a woman. I am a a woman and you should worship the grounds that i glide on i am a woman i am a woman i am a woman i am a woman and then i walked away you know so i'm just walking he continues to chase me let me get your number let me get your digits you know, I, I need to call you. I want to call you. What should I call you, Mami Chula, mi bebecito querido? Let's go eat a chimichurri on the truck down the block. I was like, you know, you can call me. Cinnamon, brown sugar water, agua de azúcar morena. Así me llaman en mi tierra, Mujer Canela, cada vez que camino, tú te mareas, temblor de tierra. And please don't look into my eyes, unless you're ready to decide exponentially, exponentially exponentially. Boy, haven't you heard that you can't test the earth without entering the portals between a woman's legs? You cannot find yourself until you find her first. So let me whisper in your ears, I'm not the flavor of the year, and with a wink you'll disappear, and with a kiss you will see God, and then you're gonna testify. So yeah, you can call me cinnamon, brown sugar water, agua de azúcar morena, Así me llaman en mi tierra, mujer canela, cada vez que camino tú te mareas, temblor de tierra. And please don't look into my eyes, unless you're ready to expand exponentially. Exponentially. Exponentially.
0: So we got a set coming up of a very talented comedian. You guys see him on all the stages. You've heard him on. You heard him on Hot 97 for a really long time. But what's really admirable about this guy is he went from one craft to another so seamlessly, and is killing it right now in comedy. Please put your hands together for Cipher
2: Sound! Yeah.
1: at all, because when she said you die and come back to life, and die and come back to life, I only die and then that's it, and you gotta wait till tomorrow for the next <laughs> I don't know what she's saying, that's crazy uh, so yeah I'm very famous, I'm Puerto Rican from the Bronx that's where they make Puerto Ricans, that's where the factory is, uh, yeah no love because it's Dominican Day, alright alright, the war's over the war's fucking over, okay but yeah I grew up in a stereotypical Puerto Rican household, you know Uh, For example, uh, my grandmother, she's 37. She's a slut. Um, She's 37 today. Happy birthday, abuela. She's back there hanging out with me. My dad hates that joke. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know my dad. Um, So, (laughs) the only memory I have of my dad is him giving me a beer at three years old. That's awesome. Well, what, he he drove an ice cream truck, but he sold weed out of it. He did. And then he—that's all I remember: selling weed out of an ice cream truck and him giving me a Heineken at three. you guys!
0: Come on, Oh. Well, let's keep it comical with a sprinkling of serious, because we're doing some serious business right now. Okay. I want to congratulate you, yo. First of all, okay. The transition from radio to comedy and now a little bit back to radio you're back on the block. That's right. Congratulations, back on the radio
1: again. So, tell
0: everybody, midday show on the block. All right. You. 10 a.m. to
1: 2 p.m. I just started two weeks ago.
0: How's
1: it going? Terrible.
0: Terrible. Wait, tell us why. Tell us why. Uh,
1: no, why. it's good. It's just I was rusty the first couple of weeks. I was not used to doing radio in a long time. I had to not curse. So it took me a while to get used to that. But it's good, it's good. It's good. And also about myself, where right? I was always used to always used to be part of a team. So now it's weird talking about myself.
0: So what do you talk about to yourself?
1: Man, I just find <laughs> Random topics to talk about. Like uh, I try to like take any little topic and make it funny. Cause I like, I'm not here for the news. Mm-hmm. It's not like back in the day where we delivered the news. You get the news instantly on your phone. Everybody does. As yeah. soon as you wake up, you can find out everything's going on. So what are we doing? So I just take a story, but then I try to add comedy to it or try to add an angle. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be like the Puerto Rican Conan O'Brien. Conan. Yeah. Yeah. Conan. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: I don't speak Spanish.
1: I don't know what you're saying. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <it. Stop laughs>
1: I, I heard lindo, which means I think cute. Okay,
0: yeah. That's it. You got? How you speak Spanish?
1: No, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I speak more Jamaican than Spanish. Well, fire. <laughs> well,
0: big things are going for you. Yeah. Okay, so you want to talk like that? Cause I'm from Brooklyn. I can yeah, talk yeah. that. So big that, things are one. Let me exactly. say, hot to never get asks my word, go fire. Let <laughs> <Tell> me <laughs> say one <"I> thing, Nancy, you <laughs> don't <best> <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> Um, it's Dominican independence, okay? Let's yeah. keep it. Let's keep yeah. it cultural. Yeah. Okay, moving on. So, Laugh Mob, Laugh Track, yo, mm. True TV. Y'all know about his show on True TV? Come on. Two seasons. Wrap <laughs> it up right now. It's a hilarious show. Brought to you by Cypress mm-hmm. I would like to talk to you about that process.
1: Uh, I'm you? you about all my failed shows, girl. No, stop
0: it. It's you... <laughs> Yo, he's the worst. But, like, we love that show in the comedy community. Yo, yeah, you were putting mad comedians on. And yeah. what he was doing was very, very innovative. Yeah. Let's talk about that process. You was out there pitching the show. Was it your concept? How did it work? No, it wasn't my
1: concept. Um, they just hired me to host. But then I picked a lot of comedians for it. So, basically, they would take comedians. And as they're telling their joke, you know, it would be people acting out the joke. Like a, It would cut to, like, a sketch. But they were mouthing lip. it's almost like what people do on TikTok now, like lip sync the joke. But you started. But yeah. You started
0: TikTok. That's fucking but, uh, crazy. <laughs> and you're not getting
1: any kind of credit. One of the founders of TikTok. Yeah. But so it was really good. Like we put on a lot of um, comedians that never been on TV before. So that's what I like to do. I like to I like to find people, make them stars, and then I love when they forget about me. That's my favorite. When wow. you know, you know, they get amnesia
0: did one with Mark Vieira. We love yeah. Mark Vieira. He yeah, killed yeah. it. check that clip. It's on YouTube. And you know Mark Vieira, right? He's been on the Latinos Loud podcast before. Great comedian. I think he's looking to Florida.
1: I believe. But he's yeah. always up here, right? Yeah, he's always here. You know, almost like once a month he does a show in the Bronx. But Mark Vieira like really really showed me a lot of love early in my comedy career. He taught me a lot how to do comedy. He, you know, he supported me and we did a lot of shows together. And he's He's one of those guys that I hate the fact that he's not super big and famous. Like I don't understand this whole industry when Mark Vieira is not a superstar.
0: He is so funny and, and maybe the star is is going to, you know, implode, explode that like, I'm happen real soon. We've been watching him and his talent and you know, I want to shout him out real quick cuz he recently oh, not too long ago lost his son. And I don't know how a comedian or anybody can come back from that, I, but he yeah. did. He came back. From yeah,
1: it. I. That, oh, let's see. Why are you being serious? Um, I told you a little bit. I mean,
0: you know, we got to talk about the shit that matters too. You yeah, know I was what I'm on the road
1: with him. He was doing this show. Him and another guy, Jay Moreno, were doing this show called the Boricua Comedy Show. And they were touring. So that, I did a couple of dates with them. Me and um, the kid, Marcelo, that's now on SNL. So, yes. Yeah. So Shout he was so on the okay? Yeah, so he was, he, we were on a little r- run together. And we were in Florida. And I was hanging out with Marquis. Who's Mark's son, and literally like a week later he died in a motorcycle crash, and I was like, how do how do you even come back from that, and Mark just finds a way, and now he has jokes about it, you know what I mean? That's okay. the way comedians deal with yeah.
0: That's how we cope. Cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, um, I mean it's we always keep Mark in our prayers, and like you, I would love to see him just zoom. Shoot you know, to the top. He deserves it, that man. And so do you, psych. Okay, you out here opening up the Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You out here working with Michael Che. Guys, coming up and start, start this doing? Okay, yeah. How long have you been doing comedy for? How many years
1: now? Uh, I had a weird start because, obviously, I'm, I'm very famous in New York. I don't know if I told you guys that. Um, <laughs> but I had a weird start because I was funny on the radio and then people would always say I was funny, so I was just like, well, how do I make money doing funny? I didn't try to be a comedian, I just started producing a comedy show, and I would put comedians on the show. And then all my show blew up, all the comics used to come, Kevin Hart, Tracy Morgan, Mike Abs, and all these guys. And then over the years, I was in 08, over the years, just going on stage over and over, I would find a little joke, oh, that, that was funny, that worked. And then I just started decided, decided to do it for real. So I started in 08, but I really didn't take it seriously until like 2011,
0: 2012. That's what's up, and now you out here crushing
1: the stage. I'm like now <laughs> I finally to myself can say I'm a comedian. But before I was trying to do comedy. You know what I'm saying? There's like I think there's a difference. So now I'm like a comedian. We are so proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. We are. Yeah. Oh,
0: I'd like to tell our guests, Cyf, that like out there in LOL Land, the LOLitos, they are aspiring comedians and or yeah. radio people. You have now maneuvered both spaces. Yeah. As a Latino, and I would love for you to give advice to the little cyphercitos oh. little Cyfacito listening right now to the podcast on how to maneuver the space. Hey, little
1: Cyversitos. He's he listening. He's he that girl from Detroit. <laughs> And Liam, too. you got to talk to the future right now. If a 19-year-old if a, if a guy ever walks up to me and goes, I think you're my dad, I'll be like, that bitch in Detroit. I not know. Um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, um, I, listen, I, don't, I have a lot of advice to give for people like me. Right? I have no connections. I had no family wealth, no body in the industry, no... Nobody gave me a leg up. I literally was trying to figure out how to get in the game and I would just intern for different people. I would I intern for this guy DJ Riz and literally like, he, he was on a college radio station and I would drive him everywhere. I would drive him to DJ gigs. And I would just learn from him, and then he introduced me to Funkmaster Flex. And right. I interned for fun- like I was at Hot 97 for 17 years. Seven of those years. And I was on the air the first seven the first seven years. I was literally Flex's intern. Like, and I would get on the air here and there, you hear my voice, but I wasn't technically like an employee. Wait, the
3: employee.
1: Yeah, don't kiss
0: yes. yeah. tell right. me you make money
1: off of that please somebody tell me you make, I, make money I don't it? know but it was everywhere Everybody yeah. was, he
0: was dropping it every five seconds yeah, I'm they
1: like still please say some me. kind of royalty <laughs> something yes yeah, so I was just literally like at first getting Flex's food picking, you know, putting his records up getting them going open up at the club right. and I just find a way in and like my theory is uh, show up early leave late and outwork everyone else that's around, right? Yes. And, I, like, I didn't come from, I didn't have a dad growing up, so I didn't get, like, like I always listen to people when they go, oh, my dad used to say and I go, what'd your dad say? Yeah. Well, I would love some dad advice, you know? I just, it came all myself. But I just find a way in, and I just, like, everybody needs help. So if you can find a way to, like, help for free, it can lead to stuff. Because it did for me. I entered I for Pharrell. I interned for Jay-Z. Like, I just meet them, I go, hey, well, can, can I do something? They're like, no, nah, whatever, I like, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll wait here, I'll bring this, I'll carry this. So you it just, it just find a way, it's just hard work. And it's like demeaning sometimes, people talk shit about you, yes. you're like a little pig, you, I gotta go get food, or like wait in the car. Like it, Sometimes it feels like they're trying to play you, but I'm like, the bigger goal is that like you're in the mix. like. You're trying to play me, but I'm at Backstage Masters Square Garden, you know what I mean? So there's only so many people that can be there, so I just make sure I'm one of those people.
0: Yo, I feel like there's stripes, you know? You gotta earn those stripes. And it actually feels good in hindsight. You probably felt like, oh, they're trying to play me. I remember some background acting gigs. And I'm like, yo, they are treating me like straight up gaca right right now. Like, yo, the SAG actors took all the good food, okay? (laughs) They got (laughs) all up to lunch first. I'm getting some bullshit mustard sandwich. Who eats a mustard sandwich? Like, there's gotta be some kind of protein in this motherfucker. And there's not, because the SAG actors took all the meat. You know? So... (laughs) Yeah, but those are stripes that I'm really proud to have earned, working background out in the cold for Special Victims Unit, in the freaking, they gave us like the hand warmers, I put them on my tetas, I put them everywhere, it was so fucking cold. I literally lined my entire body, I took the whole box, I went to the bathroom and I just slapped them on everywhere. Nice. It was out there in the cold. Shout out to all the background actors out there, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Ernie Shout out to all the interns. Our Latinos Out Loud intern is here right now. Now look, I don't ask for <laughs> so Yeah, Yeah, no, Leo's not the intern, but maybe the future intern. I like his stage presence. Um, but no. Franny, Franny who, his mom was a former intern for a Room 28 comedy, mm-hmm. the sketch comedy troupe I was a part of, but I think earning stripes feels good. Maybe not in the moment, but right now I can say up here that like I'm so glad I put on all that work. I'm proud to like have had that, and where I am today, I appreciate all those actors, and I appreciate everybody on the come up, as I'm sure
1: you do too. Yeah. So I, I know when I trying to play, I don't mean Flex ever deliberately try to play me. But it was just like in the moment he's trying to get a freestyle from this artist and he's trying to get some exclusive from that artist. And at the moment he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna run up there, and wait in the car." You know what I'm saying? And I happily waited in the car, no cell phones, no Netflix, no YouTube, like just the radio. You know what I'm saying? Watching people
0: go by. Watching right?
1: people watching all day, but it was like <laughs> it definitely like he knew that he could trust me. And that led to him letting me fill in for him when he went away. And that led to him suggesting to the boss to give me a slot. You know, that was like Sundays at midnight or whatever. And then I got my Saturday show and then I got fill in for everybody. Then I got the morning show. So I know that all comes from this guy works hard. You know what I mean? But it takes years. Guys,
2: please put your hands
0: together one more time. for. now Out to LOL live here in NYC. I can't wait for this episode to come out. We're going to be doing this more often. Make sure you follow us at We Are Latinos out Loud. Give us a call 978 Latinos No Big Whoop. And if your cell phone carrier charges you, don't come at me and sign a DM talking about giving 25 cents to cover a call. Just give us a call 978 Latinos. It's worth the wait to worth the dial. Okay, please follow me at Rachel La Loca. Do you want to hit them with your hand real quick? If you yeah, want to it's us very down.
1: simple at Cypher Sounds, C I B H A, the word sounds
0: amazing thank you everybody who made this possible thank you stewie v thank you to the triad theater sg thank you to our intern diana thank you to rosie our producer joe fucarino over there thank you joe bernie jersey in the building yo shout out to all the podcasters in the building right now podcast the podcast love p2p all day and of course latinos out loud it's a lifestyle on that note yeah the latinos out loud.